been having a wonderful week and welcome back to Everything Under the Sun. This week I want to tell you about Mel Kids. Mel Kids are boxes full of scientific experiments. Your parents or a grown-up in your life can subscribe to Mel Kids and every month a new fun science kit will arrive on your doorstep. Full of something fun for you to make. I made a Mel Kids box with my son. We built a jack lift, which works using water, which you pull in and out of a pipette to make the jack lift go up and down. I was so impressed we made it work. And this taught us all about hydraulics. Did you know that diggers work using hydraulics? I had no idea that diggers have water inside them to lift their digging arm up and down. But now, thanks to Mel Kids, I do. So I asked my friend Ren what she thought of her Mel Kids box. She also got the jack lift one. Over to Ren. I received a Mel Kids box in the post. I opened it up and I looked at the instructions and I was like, wow, that's a jack lift. And it was very easy to build. When I finished, I got all my other toys and I use it to play with and also lift up and down. It's a very easy way to learn science. So there you go. Ren and I love Mel Kids and we think you will too. So try a subscription, which you can cancel anytime at melscience.com using the code SUN. That's S-U-N, SUN. Try one out today. Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the second series of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. It's Easter weekend. How exciting. Here in England, school has broken up for the Easter holidays and we're all in a spring and Easter mood, waiting for the Easter bunny to come on Sunday and hopefully bring us lots of chocolate eggs. To get us started, we have a question related to the Easter bunny. It's about how bunnies hop and it comes from Gus. Over to Gus. Hello, my name is Gus. I'm six years old. And I like to swim. And my question is, how does a bunny hop? Thanks so much, Gus, for your brilliant question. How do bunnies hop? Well, to tell us all about how they do it, here is Peter Gallivan from the Royal Institution in London. Peter also writes a feature in the Week Junior Science and Nature magazine called Head Scratches, answering children's questions. I've taken over his page this month, so do check out Head Scratches this month to see questions from everything under the sun. Over to Peter. Thanks for that super question, Gus. I'm Pete and I work for the Royal Institution, a science charity based in London. My job is to help families and young people just like you explore the amazing and exciting world of science. I also studied zoology, which is the scientific name for learning about animals. Now I've actually seen quite a few bunny rabbits hopping about in the fields when I've been out walking this month. Rabbits might look quite different to us, but on the inside, they are actually quite similar. A rabbit uses the same parts of its body to jump that you do, its skeleton and muscles. Inside your body, you have lots of solid bones, which connect together to make your skeleton. Your skeleton is what gives your body its shape. Without it, you would basically just be a blob of jelly on the floor. <laughs> Other animals with a skeleton like this are bunnies, birds, 
fish, snakes, and even dinosaurs. To help you to move, your skeleton has muscles connected to it. These are special parts of your body which can stretch longer and shorter, a bit like an elastic band. Your muscles pull on your bones, which makes them move. You have hundreds of different bones and muscles all throughout your body, helping you to do everything from nodding your head to wiggling your toes. A rabbit skeleton and muscles work in exactly the same way as yours. When a rabbit wants to hop, muscles in its leg pull on its feet, moving them and making the rabbit hop. You might not know, but rabbits can jump over three meters in one hop. That's the length of a small car. You can actually feel this happening in your leg. Hold your calf, that's the lower half of your leg, and wiggle your foot around. You should feel your muscles moving around as they pull on your foot. So next time you're having a jump around, make sure to say thanks to your skeleton and muscles for making it possible. I hope that answers your question, Gus. Thanks so much, Peter, for your brilliant answer about how bunnies hop. And I really hope that answers your question, Gus. Now we know how the Easter Bunny will be hopping his way to your front door to hopefully leave you some Easter eggs this Sunday. Now to celebrate Easter, and because Peter writes for the Week Science and Nature magazine, we have an amazing competition this week. It's to win a whole year's subscription to the Week Science and Nature magazine. It's full of amazing stories about our world, about science and our planet and all the creatures that live on it. As I said, I've got an Everything Under the Sun page in it this month called Head Scratches. I really recommend it as a magazine to learn tons of fun things. And if you'd like to win a year's worth of The Week Genius Science and Nature and have one popping through your letterbox each month, here is what you have to do. I want you all to send me your impressions of a bunny hopping. Boing, boing, boing. Just ask an adult to borrow their smartphone, open the voice recording app, then say your name, your age, and do your bunny hopping impression. Send it in to me at molly at everythingundersun.co.uk and I will choose a winner on next week's podcast. I can't wait to hear your bunny impressions. Get sending them in. Now, last week we had a competition to win a copy of The Nightingale by Sam Lee for a grown-up in your life. I asked you to send me your impressions of a bird tweeting. Here are your beautiful birds. Hi, Molly. I'm Ralph and I live in England. My hobby is inventing stuff. And here's the impression of a pigeon. I'm Martha. I'm almost five. I'm from Canberra and I like doing ballet and my cookabout sounds like this. My name is Isabel and I'm six years old and I like drawing and playing with my friends. Um, and, and this is my impression of a bird. Hello Molly, my name is Aureliana. I am seven years old. I live in England and I like sport. I like tennis, football and for normal playing. I like swimming, playing hide and seek 
and doing arts and crafts. And my bird expression is... My name is Anna and I want to be a ballerina. And this is my impression. They're all so wonderful. Thank you so much for entering. I really love the kookaburra from Australia. What a great impression. They're all so good. I didn't know how to pick a winner, so I asked a little Robin who lives in my garden which song he liked best. And he said he thought The Pigeon by Alf was really good because he liked knowing what kind of bird it was. So congratulations, Alf. You've won a copy of The Nightingale for a grown-up you love. Congratulations, and I hope they really enjoy reading it. Now we have some more Eastery questions coming up. They're all about chicks and eggs. Our first one is from Coco. Over to Coco. Hello, my name is Coco. I'm nine years old and I like horse riding and cooking. And my question is, how is a shell and an egg made inside a chicken? Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Coco, for your great question. Did you know it takes 25 hours for a hen to create an egg inside her body? And as soon as she lays one, another starts to form. Isn't that amazing? 25 hours. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, just think that by the time you've gone through a whole day, slept a whole night and woken up again, a chicken will have made a new egg. Amazingly, eggs are formed in layers starting inside out. So first, the hen makes the yolk. That's the yellow bit that's delicious to eat with toasted soldiers. The yolk forms inside a part of the hen called her ovary. Human ladies have these too, and it's where you began as an egg inside your mummy's ovary. When the yolk gets to the right size, it moves out of the ovary into a part of the hen's body called the oviduct, which is the little tube-shaped thing that goes from the ovary further down in the chicken called the uterus. In the oviduct is where more of the egg is made. The next bit of the egg to be added to the yolk is the white part, which has a proper scientific name called albumen. A-L-B-U-M-E-N. It only takes three hours to make the egg white. Next up comes the shell membrane. That takes about one and a quarter hours. It's the really thin layer between the egg white and the shell. It's kind of like sticky tissue paper. Have a good look when you crack open a boiled egg next and you'll see it. Sometimes it gets stuck to your spoon. If you crack an egg with a spoon, but it doesn't break open, that's because the shell membrane is holding it together. Then the egg moves even further down the hen's body to the uterus, and that's where the shell is added onto the egg. The shell takes the longest of all the egg to form. It takes about 19 hours to make. That's a really long time compared to the rest of the egg. This is where the colour of the egg is added, and we'll find out more about that in another question later. Finally, the egg is made inside the hen and it's ready to come out and be laid. Before that happens, one final layer goes on and it's called the bloom and it covers the eggshell. It goes on just before the egg comes out of the hen. The bloom keeps out nasty bacteria and keeps the egg nice and fresh for longer. Isn't that interesting? 
all that happens inside a hen before she lays an egg which you eat for breakfast. I hope that answers your question, Coco, and thank you for sending it in. Next up, we have a question about what comes next from Darcy. Hello, Darcy. Hi, Molly. My name is Darcy and I'm five years old and I live in County Kerry. And my favourite thing is my brother. My question is, how are chicks born? Kiss, kiss. <laughs> Thanks, Darcy, for your excellent question. How are chickens born? Well, not all eggs become chicks. They have to have been fertilised by a rooster. Most eggs we buy in shops haven't been fertilised, so you don't need to worry. But if they have been fertilised by a rooster, then the egg has a good chance of growing into a chick, which needs to be born. First of all, what happens is the hen sits on her fertilised egg to incubate it. That's the scientific name for sitting on her egg and keeping it warm. They usually do that for about 21 days, which is the time it takes for the chick to grow from a tiny speck into a proper chick inside the egg, ready to be born. But how are they born? That's your question, Darcy. Well, in its last few days inside the egg, a chick gets ready to be born. Then they break the lid off the egg at the blunt end of the egg by pushing with their beak. Chicks have a lump on their top beak called an egg tooth that helps them crack open the shell of their own egg. Their egg tooth falls off soon after it's done its job and the chick is born. It's a really tricky job being born and it can take some chicks 24 hours to do it. Others manage it in one hour. Breaking out of a shell is called pipping. P-I-P-P-I-N-G. Once they're born, the chicks brood. That means they need to be cared for until they can look after themselves. They need warmth, air, food and water. So we'll keep close to their mums to keep warm and safe. Did you know you can hear chicks chirping in their shells up to 24 hours before they're born? They're getting ready for life in the big wide world. I hope that answers your question, Darcy, and thanks for sending it in. And finally, we have a quick question from Heidi. Hello, Heidi. Hi, Molly. My name is Heidi. I'm six years old and I live in Glasgow. And I like nature, animals, and gymnastics. And my question is, why are some eggs speckled and some not? Thank you. Thanks, Heidi, for your excellent question. Well, we talked earlier about how shell takes 19 hours to form inside the hen. In this time, the colour of the egg is added. Did you know all eggs are white in the beginning? They all start out white, but then blue or brown colours and speckles are added as the shell forms. The colour on the egg depends on the breed of the chicken. If the eggshell is blue, then it's added early in the shell forming process and the whole shell will be blue. So if you crack open the egg, the inside of the shell is blue too. But brown colour is added last and if you crack open a brown egg, it will usually be white inside. Green eggs are a mix of brown and blue pigment. Brown egg colour is lighter when it's warmer and darker in the colder months. And sometimes as the hen gets older, her eggs will be lighter brown than the dark brown eggs she laid when she was young. 
Now, speckled eggs are quite rare. Some hens lay speckled eggs all the time. It's just the way their species make eggs. These hens include the well summers and the cuckoo morans. Other hens just sometimes lay speckled eggs. But why do they do that? Well, egg researchers don't seem to totally agree on the reason. Some say the speckles must be good for camouflaging the eggs, making them harder for predators to see. But lots of others say this isn't the reason. They think that the speckles make the egg stronger when the shell is thin because the hen isn't getting enough calcium in their diet. They say speckles might be like glue, supporting the weak shell so they don't break easily. Others say the speckles are a sign of too much calcium being added to the eggshell as it's being formed. Say if the hen isn't eating a good diet or is stressed as she's making the egg. It seems to be that something has gone wrong in adding calcium to the shell and that is why the speckles form. It turns out that speckles on eggs are more complicated than you would have thought and we may need to wait a bit longer for a definite answer from egg scientists. Generally, speckled eggs are technically abnormal eggs, but if they are a way to make shells stronger, your chicken might be onto something. You can eat speckled eggs, they'll taste just as good as not speckled eggs. If you think about it, considering a chicken makes an egg once a day, non-stop, it's incredible that 99% of them come out perfectly. I hope that answers your question, Heidi, and thank you for sending it in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a brilliant Easter full of eggs, chicks and hot crust buns. And hopefully the Easter bunny will hop his way over to your house. A huge thank you to Peter Gallivan from the Royal Institution for talking to us about bunnies and how they hop. And a big thank you to Gus, Darcy, Heidi and Coco for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music music we use this week. Remember to enter the competition to win the amazing prize of a year's subscription to the Week Junior Science and Nature magazine. Just send me your impressions of a bunny hopping for your chance to win. If you have a question you would like answered on the show, all you have to do is ask an adult to record you asking it. Ask them to use their smartphone, open a voice recording app, record your question, say your name, your age, a bit about yourself and ask me your question and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk and I will answer them as soon as I can. If you like the show, please do rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast and tell all your friends to listen. Don't forget, I've got a book coming out on September the 9th. I've got the cover now and it's so beautiful. Everything Under the Sun, the book, will be ready in September but if you'd like to see pictures of the cover, go to my Instagram at Molly Oldfield Writes or at Everything Under the Sun Pod and Twitter at Everything UTS and at Molly Oldfield and take a look. The pre-order links are all ready to go, so why not buy yourself a present for the future you that will wake up on September the 9th to find a copy of Everything Under the Sun, the book, ready for you to read. It's looking lovely, so go on, buy yourself a copy now. Wishing you all a very lovely Easter full of fun and chocolate eggs. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.